Hello everyone. Welcome back to In Our Reels. Today we're discussing, we're continuing our journey through the MCU. And today we're going to be talking about the first Thor movie. Came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. 2011. Uh, as always, we're your hosts, Eric Hotop and myself, Cameron Big Dog Tachinsky, bringing that back just like he did the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Thor... Not one of my favorites. I can start with that. Which is, this is an interesting film, needless to say. Um, this is the fourth movie in the MCU. Um, when I first watched this movie, I like hated it. I thought it was really bad. And I know I've rewatched it at least one or two other times, but I, I haven't just watched, watched it the other night. Well, yeah, but I hadn't, I hadn't rewatched it before or sorry since i've seen endgame so i haven't rewatched it since like the whole thing is done and knowing like thor's overall arc now and you know xyz um with kind of that character and also i kind of forgotten like where those characters started um especially loki's character like his character has kind of been a mush of like i just can't remember really what his character was like in the beginning and really with thor too like he was a completely different character after Ragnarok um and so with this movie re-watching it um I pleasantly enjoyed it I know Cam doesn't really love this I like hated it before again this is a similar experience to Iron Man 2 where I just had like the lowest expectation for this film and re-watching it I was like literally like 30 minutes into this I'm like this movie is solid like it's not bad. Maybe I just thought like yeah, that's exactly like, what I think. I don't think it's like, it's a super horrible, solid. But I don't think it's great either. Oh, I think it's I think it's really good. I really like it. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's not one of my. It's, here's what I will say. It's not one of my favorites, but it's like a super solid film. Aside from like putting it it's in not the Ragnarok. Other, yeah, it's definitely not Ragnarok, but it's not bad. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it. We'll just do like a quick summary of the film. So essentially what this movie is, is it is about like the the god of thunder, Thor, um, who we, this is like his, I wouldn't say origin story, but it, it is essentially, his, it's his origin story for us to know the character and his, like his lineage and Adam. how he works into yeah. the other superheroes. Correct. Um, so this this movie, basically, the, the plot is this. Thor is an Asgardian who uh, is... Son of Odin, the king of Asgard. Right. He's the rightful heir to the, the throne who he's being... He's, you know, the day that he becomes sworn in as the king. Before that happens, um, they're arch nemesis of whatever you're gonna call them i guess the um frost giants the frost giants thank you they break into asgard and he basically uh is enraged by this and goes to their planet with some of his friends and his brother loki who is another new character that we have just learned about you know he's a, a brand new character to this to the mcu at this point um and becomes a big part but they both become a very big player in the rest I'm of just, the MCU. They, they both become huge pieces in the rest of the mcu but um in this movie basically it's his brother and him and it's this story about um them going to the frost giants 
planet and try to thank you the uh to basically fight them but as a result they barely make it out alive and his father thor's father banishes him uh to earth and takes his hammer away from him and his powers so he's human um and so basically it's that story like the gist of it is is at its fundamental like root it's him going to earth as a human and trying to become a god become a god again it's essentially what the story is about um and we won't go into huge deep like depth of this film just because we're under expectation that you know most of these movies will this isn't the amazing bulk yes so we will walk through them like you know the general sense and as we'll talk about them we'll bring up scenes and kind of walk through the film but as as a whole cam what did you think of this this movie as a whole i mean like i said it's not great but it's not bad either it's definitely one of the weaker entries in the mcu in my mind yeah not like the weakest by any means but it's definitely down there and uh, i mean this for the i don't want to bring up ragnarok but i kind of do it's just like ragnarok is such a good movie and such a good thor movie that it's just like since seeing that everything else is gonna fall short sure sure which is I, I agree with you because I do think Ragnarok is on another level, but I also think this movie is like, especially as I just said before, like I had such low expectations. I think this movie is really solid. Like it's an incredibly solid film um, in comparison to some of these other ones like Captain America, which is our next movie, correct? Um, yeah. That movie uh, I just watched today, I believe, or yesterday. Um, I can't even remember because I've watched so many of them now. Um, yeah, you're not a grind. I am on a grind, but uh, we, as uh, going through that film, I had such high expectations of that film. Rewatching it, uh, it's actually gone down a little bit. So these movies are kind of it's weird seeing them kind of flip and flop because this movie I had such a low expectation for. I really enjoyed like there. There's so many things about this movie that I appreciated, and one of the biggest things is the storytelling that they did in this movie. Um, like yeah. the story in this movie wasn't necessarily like uh incredibly unique or incredibly if, if honestly if I'm being totally honest it's like the very standard superhero kind of movie uh we see the hero we see him with his powers he's this great guy or like whatever xyz you know what i mean but he's fallen short because of this characteristic whatever that characteristic is that he doesn't see that he yeah that he's falling short of so you know for I'm, I'm trying to think of another character to like throw into the mix that would make maybe like Spider-Man, you know what I mean? That he's this, he gets these great power and he's trying to learn it and X, Y, Z and he goes out and he gets his butt kicked, which is what happens for Thor. And then he ends up in this specific case for Thor, he's banished to earth where he has no power. So for a period of time in the third Spider-Man, I think it was Tobey Maguire decides not to be Spider-Man. You know what I mean? So he's, it's a very standard stereotypical, like, what's the word like just uh predictable predictable superhero movie where uh thor becomes mighty again he he has learned his lesson you know spider-man realizes he needs to be spider-man for the world to be safe and you know to be the friendly neighborhood spider-man and then there's balance and order because he fights he fights the bad guy and they win right so that's like literally what this movie is it's a very standard by the books 
superhero movie. It's a play it safe kind of film. As all these early MCU movies seem to be. Right. And, and, but it, I get it. And it's, it's nothing wrong. But like you're trying, which we also need to be understanding. In the first phase, there's so it is all origin. All origin. Yeah. Iron Man 2 is the only one that's not. So it's it's bog standard. Yeah, well, yeah, and just like you're, you're starting, you have to start the the ball to roll here. They're trying to create so many new characters here. It's it's no wonder that they're doing it this way. It's not any bad. I'm not ripping on that. I'm just saying, like, I liked it because of those reasons, because it was the standard stick it by the book superhero movie that we wanted. And there were things that I thought that were really, really um, cool about this movie. The intro with like the um, they're talking about uh, kind of the the. It's like you're hearing kind of like a legend, like a Greek. It's like, it's like the origin of like the feud between the Asgardians and the Frost Giants. Right, and um, uh, Anthony Hopkins is Thor's dad, Chris Hemsworth's dad, um, and he. What's his, what is his name again? Is Odin? he? Yeah, yeah. Anthony oh my Hopkins. god, I never knew that. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins is Odin. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, so um, he's narrating the beginning of the film which you know anthony hopkins is a boss like the guy is just yeah he's literally like the perfect narrator so um i just like really liked the opening scene where it was in and one of the things that i first noticed that i actually jotted down in my notes while i was watching this is the colors in this film are beautiful like Mm -hmm. just beautiful like uh stars like they you know a lot of it takes place with the, the portaling from um earth and back and like that like even just the colors of that were beautiful they did a really good job with that um the costume design was really good one of my favorite things about this movie and like we'll talk about in the next one was the score um music is something that like i love i'm obviously being a musician myself like i'm i really that's something i pay attention to um but with this score like this has always been one of my favorite like scores not of all time, but like for Marvel, I it's one that has stuck out to me. Um, so I just really liked it. like those are just a couple things that I like I think were um, really like stuck out to me right away. Even just upon watching the first couple minutes of the film, you know what stuck out to me right away? What? Chris Hemsworth blonde eyebrows. <laughs> Dang it um <laughs> he looks so weird i don't know what to say to that that's i didn't notice it i didn't oh my get out of town you notice i did not he looks a little weird looking no well i noticed he had long hair but i'm not looking at his eyebrows it's not the hair it's the eyebrows i know but his hair is long in this movie compared to ragnarok well uh, compared to the other he's got long hair in dark world too i yeah but anyway okay so He's got. Oh wait, let me. Here's a picture of him. I guess he does have strange-ish eyebrows. I don't think it's that bad. I just think it's. My gosh, I can't believe we're going over this. I just don't. I don't think. It looks, <laughs> I don't think it looks that weird. I don't think it looks great, but I don't think it looks that bad. Um, I guess all of a sudden well, we're just doing fashion here with Thor. We were just. Yeah, dude. We were just doing the runway model thing here. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, what else? <laughs> oh, um, I like the. I like the, like, the, I, 
he doesn't always have a major role, but I like when Agent Coulson is on the screen for more than a few moments at a time. Yeah, I I never really felt like a strong connection to the character. If I'm being told, oh, I like him. I like I him do. in Avengers, um, but I don't really like him. Like he's kind of just like there. Like I don't, I don't really. He's like one of those kind of characters that just shows up every every movie. He's just there to be there, and it's whatever. Like. I, like yeah, I view him as the exact more. opposite. If there's like shield agents on the screen, I'm like sitting there looking. I'm like, is Colson there? Is Colson there? Oh yeah, no. It's I, that's you know whatever. I thought I thought his the connection to him in in Avengers, but not as much. And and in this movie, we have a couple of really cool little tiny cameos. We see Hawkeye in this movie for literally one scene. Literally, like yeah. it was one probably one take they did that scene in like but it's it's enough to plant the seeds yes exactly and it's it's exactly they do a they, they probably purposely did that and didn't oh, yeah. want him definitely definitely um and i mean stan lee's cameo which was what again i can't remember that, like remember when the hammer like it's like early on uh, in the yeah, movie yeah. the hammer stuck in the rock and he's like the truck driver That's trying right. to pull it out yeah and he's like did it work did it work i love that that was great well, um Really minor thing I noticed about Coulson is like you know how Thor refers to himself as like Odinson, mm-hmm. like at one so and then obviously Agent Coulson's name is Coulson. Right after Thor like got his hammer back and became a god, and Coulson approached him, Thor referred to him as Son of Coal. <laughs> Did you pick that up? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I picked that up and like legit laughed out loud at that because I just thought that was really like a small but really clever thing they did. No, I, I didn't notice it. I mean, there were so many things in this movie that I thought were actually really clever. They did. And like I said, like this film, I, as we talked about, one of the biggest things that I thought was lacking in this movie as like a, a negative. It was not blonde eyebrows. Yeah, I guess the blonde eyebrows, total negative, folks. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, Ky- the the friends like his best friends or whatever. Oh, it's totally forgettable. Can't remember a single. Thor's like warrior friends. Yeah, cannot remember a single name. I don't even. I was sitting watching it. I don't even know if they like they say each of their names like once. That's it. Yeah, they're just like forgettable. I don't really care about them. I didn't think they were really that great. Like, whatever. They're there. I, I mean, like, I they care. definitely like had their place, but yeah, but they were like t- they were like background of the background. Like, you could care, could totally care less. And the same thing with the mom. Yeah. They they used her really heavily in Endgame, and I felt like they, they didn't really do use her a ton of in any other movie though. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like that I can remember. Right, but I'm saying like they didn't plant that seed, or like if they had planted it here in Thor, and they had planted it in Dark World, and then again in Ragnarok, we would have felt that weight way more in Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. And true. like I feel like they really missed, you know, and they probably changed their their uh trajectory as they were moving along in the story but like the russo brothers were planning so far ahead i really wish they would have put more emphasis on that because that was a big part of endgame for thor's character arc was that bit and i felt like like the character arc for thor right right and i felt like they just didn't dive into it enough here and there's so much to thor like thor is such a deep character he's actually one of my favorite characters over the mcu but he was not one of my favorites reading like in comics or any like he just wasn't it was always spider-man iron man and hulk like i liked reading those ones way more um, than any of the other the other characters like i didn't read captain america really like none of that but like dude you would not catch me on my 
best day reading Thor comics. Like no way, <laughs> like no way. Not not why, why? Why are those like a no way thing for you? Just because I don't find I don't find the character as like he wasn't written funny in the comics. Really, like I I didn't. Well, the thing is too. I guess I can't be like say that I would never because honestly I don't know if I ever actually have read Thor comic. <laughs> now that I think about it, I might have read like one or two, but like well, well, it was I not guess, as a, it was not as impressive or not as intriguing. Say, obviously not memorable if you don't even know. Okay, if you did or not. Right, exactly. So like. I just think they did a really good job with Thor here by making it funny than making it um, – like I, I think honestly what I thought with this movie when I first watched it is the first one was really serious. Like they tried to use Thor as a really serious character and they really didn't. Like this movie was just as funny yeah. a lot of ways as Ragnarok and I don't know why I thought that he was serious in this movie but I felt like – I mean, he's definitely more serious. Yeah, he is more serious. But like, take it, take an example of like, like look in comparison to like Tobey Maguire's Spider Man or um, Tom Holland. No, like, like the, the that style of Marvel movie or Elektra or Daredevil. Those movies were not comically written; they were no. very serious. And so, what they had to do is, if they wanted to make it in entertaining, is they had to joke around with themselves a little more you know what i'm saying like the characters robert downey jr even chris evans like these characters like iron man and, and captain america like you can't write them totally serious they have to be somewhat comical they have to be somewhat you know what i'm saying like the comics yeah. are written in a much more serious tone but like the movies That's have to people want, right no. exactly and it's not going to be as entertaining like if you just have greek gods like these these you know thor and like, if you just have these characters that are serious, talking seriously, it's going to be boring. It's not going to be fun. So making it where he could still be able to talk with that kind of, a, you know, Odin son and and whatever, son of whatever, and still make it funny and still be able to talk that way and still have the, the character there, but with that comical tone is really impressive. And that was why I liked this movie a lot more was because he played really well off of really everybody in the movie. I don't think there was a single character in there that I was like, yeah, that didn't really work as well. Like even with his friends that are forgettable, he played well they off worked. of them. Like it was, you could still feel that they were all friends. Like it wasn't yeah. a bad, I thought this movie was really good. Like as a whole, I thought, I'm trying to think of some negative ends on there. I thought like Loki's character was a little bit like, I feel like he's developed a lot more later on. Um, And this movie, he was fine, but like, I don't know. I didn't really get as much of like a, a, I think there was a few things in there that I didn't really like, like him and the way that he died was really cheesy. Who Thor? Loki. Oh, like I thought it was just, he fell. fell He fell. I was like, eh, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like what? It was okay. But like, and I understand to some comic, like to, to some level it's comic books. Like it's, it's comics, it's superhero stuff. So it's going to be cheesy, but eh, it was okay. It was nothing impressive. And the way he came yeah. back was kind of like, eh. I do think Loki being like a frost giant is kind of like in it too. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. It was. I almost feel like that was a plot that, point that, in the movie that, that, that didn't important. need to be there. Take that out. Doesn't really make much of a difference for his character. Yeah. Like, eh. Like, you could have, the, pretty much a lot of the movie could be exactly the same if he was just another Asgardian. Like, he could have still worked with the frost trolls. He could have still he like still would have had the vengeance against his brother, yeah, because he wanted to be on the throne. But you know, Thor is the favorite. Like and it because, still would have been fine because Thor gets picked. He could have that same vengeance against his dad. Yep, 
100%. No difference. I felt like that was like, honestly, I felt like the Frost Giants were like put on the back burner. They were like, like, beak. Frost Giants. Yeah. Like they were just like very, like, eh. I don't really feel that scared of them. Like they're. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Thor and his friends are beating the crap out of pretty much, let's be honest, all of them. Right. And I literally felt like. like well, and so it's like like three come over to Asgard. Of course, it's not going to be that scary, right? Well, and also too, like they said that, um, you know, Loki was like, "We almost died." Or X Y Z. It's like, really? I didn't get that feeling when you were beating the crud out of them. Like, yeah, I did not get the feeling that you guys were like on the ringer. Like, I, I didn't get the been. feeling when Thor was taking on the entire race of right. Frost, and he literally just whipped through that that monster, that beast that was on um, the the Frost Giants, like. I, you yeah. know, that thing that was chasing him, I don't know what it was, but it was... He, like, shot his hammer, like, through the back of its throat or something. Yeah, and it was just, like... Okay, it was, like, a one hit. It was, like, right. down in the, I literally, the count in milliseconds. I literally didn't feel... And I think also in this movie, maybe... I don't know. I felt like in this movie, Thor is a little too OP. He's a little too, like... He, is, mean, he is a god, I and I understand he's that. Like, yeah, he's a freaking god. He better be OP. Yeah, but, like, look at him in Avengers with Hulk, like... Hulk, Hulk is his crud. Like he's literally Hulk is literally OP too. Yeah, based on based on my limited knowledge of like the Marvel comic book universe, Hulk is like actually one of the strongest people in the entire Marvel world. I mean, he he definitely is. I just think that like Thor, like I don't know. I felt like in this movie though that Thor was a little o- OP. Like that even the the what's it's called that um was on Earth on Earth the. Oh my goodness! Oh, that like silver fire breathy yeah, thing, whatever it was that like it's like the guardian or something like that. Yeah, that called. there's some sort of a silver thing that like shoots like beams out of his face. I apologize that we don't have the name, <laughs> but it, it, the, there's a character that Loki like takes and basically says, "Go to Earth and destroy him." You know, and even when like Thor becomes a god, it was like game over. Like game the destroyer over. is what it's called. The destroyer. Okay, literally game over. Like the game. Like he gets his hammer. I'm like, well, I don't feel any fear for him anymore. Like whatever. Not a big. Like, He's unstoppable. Just, I just think it takes like the the desperation of like wanting him to get his powers back. Like once he gets his powers back, it's like all right, rest of the movie's done. Like let's wrap it up. Like it just doesn't hold as much value to him as when he does in these later movies, like Endgame or. Or whatever, like it changes a lot for him as a character. Even in Infinity War, when he's crafting his new um, Stormbreaker axe. Yes, so like it's just the axe. He needs the axe. He has to take a dwarf star, right? He has to like, yeah. So like, it's just different battles, and I felt like in this movie there was nothing that could parallel him. Like he just could smother everything. It's like Superman. Like it's just like you don't feel that. That's the point of Thor, though. He's quite literally a god i know i know but so is loki but i feel like loki's like kind of you know you you just get different vibes well, from the gods you know what i mean yes i don't know i felt like as a whole though this movie was incredibly solid like the writing was good natalie portman was good what's that other girl that was with natalie portman the um i can't remember the girl's name but her name in the movie is darcy okay darcy um she she was really good like that like uh the doctor um cat dennings what was the doctor's name eric selvig yes 
Selvig, Dr. Selvig. He was really good and he plays, you know, a le- like more a role later on. And, and he was also in the end credit scene where we get our first look at the Tesseract um, and we find out Loki is controlling him. Um, and I just think that like as a, as a, as a film for, for the, in the superhero, like MCU, this movie is incredibly solid and it does a really good job for Thor's origin story. It does. It gives us exactly what we need. It sets a setting for where he lives, who he is, what his role is in the city, like in Asgard and um, gives us a love interest. It gives us a battle and a conflict between his brother. Like there's things in there that they do really well that just set the stand, like it just sets the, the basis for, you know. Well, okay. What would you give it out of five? Uh, I gave it a three out of five. Three. Okay. I'm a, I gave it a two and a half. Right. So around that 2.75. Okay. And that's pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good Thor uh, rating. better than average. Yeah, definitely. And I, I would stick with that. I think it's above average. I think it's like slightly, but because like, remember we talked about Iron Man 2, like it wasn't all that and Pratt, like was it good, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. it was standard. I think this is like a little bit above that. I definitely would put this above Iron Man 2. Um, okay. Okay. But yeah. Kind of disagree, but okay. I, I think I think Dark World is going to be a different story because I again I guess we'll see I remember that movie being like just bad I remember that story being bad like the the, the Iron Man two one no Dark World Thor Dark World oh the see the sequel it's out for a little bit yeah uh yeah that that one I mean right now I it's got it's ranked higher than this one on my letterbox but I guess we'll see them. Well, yeah, we'll talk. Well, that'll be an interesting episode. That'll be an interesting talk. Yeah, but uh, next one, next uh, film for us is going to be Captain America: The First Avenger, which came out later that year, I believe. It came out the same yeah, year. I think that was the 2011 one too, because I know Avengers was 2012. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, folks. We will catch you on the next one in the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, if you have any suggestions for movies for us to watch, you can. Uh, message us or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at in our reels. Uh, we'll see what you got to say. Any suggestions, any even feedback on the podcast, let us know. We'd be happy to see what kind of commentary you guys have for us. But that is it. Uh, thanks for listening as always. And we'll see you guys for the next episode of Captain America, the first adventure. Goodbye.